Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. We're back, Lance. I know, it's weird. It's a little hiatus. <laughs> uh, uh, extended leave. A little bit, you know. I got a, a rundown from the the uh, an email with a rundown from the company that hosts our feed. Yeah, and, and we did fifty one episodes last year. It's not bad. It's not so, bad. taking a couple weeks off during the holidays, not not a bad deal. And it was really more of how the holidays fell, right? Because the Wednesday yeah. thing. I hate that. that. The, that was bullshit. Yeah. The way that we release it, 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 the Wednesday thing was just a real thorn in the side. It really so, is inconvenient. For sure. Yeah. So we took a couple weeks off. We're back. We got some good shit for you today. So I don't know about good shit, but <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I mean, it's relative, of course. <laughs> I uh, I had a call today with 3M. Oh. Because I'm I'm speaking at their um, national sales meeting to the salespeople okay. about just sort of what's going on with composites in the market, uh huh, and what's out and kind of what you know what's buzzing and all that kind of stuff. What different and, companies and are they doing. don't know. I guess they want someone else to tell Sony from the, you know, it's sort of like okay, kids behave better when their parents aren't there kind of deal, right? So okay. I guess they the salespeople absorb it when it's someone different, not 3M. Okay. So um, today is uh, the 6th. Is it? Okay. We were recording this on the 7th. Okay. January 7th. Okay. And the person who started the call said, Happy New Year. Uh-huh. I feel like January 7th is the last day that we can say Happy New Year. Okay, because I said it to all my patients today. So tomorrow, it's right. I, I, I can't. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because like <laughs> at some point, it's February 12th. And it's like, come on. Like, we, you know, it's yeah, it's it's, it's a new year for a week. Okay. After that, like, I hate the person I'll see in the middle of February <laughs> at Seattle Study Club. Supposedly, it's like, hey, Happy New Year. Oh, that's true. That's true. I never like, thought about the uh, the shelf life of the well yeah, wishes. Yeah. It's a week. Okay. It's a week. Like, bitch, it's it was declared. New Year's like six weeks ago. It's not <laughs> It's not New Year's anymore. Uh-huh. It's been six weeks. There's been a whole entire menstrual cycle has happened since then. <laughs> we can't be saying this just because otherwise we'll be saying it in November. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got to stop. And, and January 7th is the day. Okay. It's, it has been spoken. This this is, uh, you, Josh has spoken. You watch The Mandalorian? Yeah, what? I have, and <laughs> I have spoken. Pre- I, I love it. I, I am anxious, like everyone else in America, anxiously awaiting a, a Baby Yoda action figure. Hell yeah! Andrea had to tell me about something. We were walking the dogs the other day. This was like the two yo-yo days thing. Ago. No, what? <laughs> the yo-yo? No, no, yeah, no. We're not. We weren't Smothers Brothers. And, uh, are this guy still alive? The Smothers I, Brothers? I, I think so. I don't know. Oh God, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> I have a I have a story about the Smothers Brothers. I'll tell you in just a second. Okay. Um, and it was like I don't know. It was January fifth, and people still had Christmas lights up. Okay. Those and I I don't assholes. know about you. 
Yeah, I don't know about you, but literally, like, once Christmas is over, uh-huh. I literally cannot get that shit down fast enough. Uh, yeah, and, a day after the 26th, we had it all gone. That would be my ideal. Andrea wants to wait until the 1st. Like, okay. okay. All right. Like, these, these bastards, still bastards having on a day. She said that people have to wait for something called the Epiphany. Are you familiar with this? No. I think it's a Catholic thing, because okay. she grew up Catholic. All right. There's no such thing as... as Catholic, there's only former Catholic. That's that's sort of <laughs> what I've learned. Okay. Um, and so the epiphany, I guess, is when the wise men showed up. So you huh. leave, you're supposed to leave your decorations up until then. So the no, nativity scenes are all just bullshit because uh, they're, the wise men are all there. They're there. And that shit wasn't, he, they weren't there on Christmas. They were like a week and a half later. Assholes. All right. Yeah. It's just like these three dudes, these random yeah. guys come rolling up. Yeah. Like, dude, my wife just had a baby. My wife <laughs> just had a baby. We are not accepting guests right now, yeah. especially yeah. guests that we don't know. For Leave sure. your gift like Amazon Prime on the doorstep exactly. and leave. I mean, the kid's still got that cheese shit all over him. You know, at least yeah. let us wash him off. And we ha- I have to have a serious conversation with my wife. Because we have never consummated this relationship. Yeah, by the However, way. we now have a child. Uh-huh. And three dudes are just rolling up like, yo, what's up, baby? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? No, 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 no. This is not okay. This is, you, cannot blow up, you cannot blow up my wife Mary's phone uh-huh. when there's some questionable circumstances about this baby uh-huh. who, you know, I'm not sure about and I have some questions. And this makes me question it even more. Absolutely. And that dude has gold? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really weird. For sure. Really weird. Um, did you make any New Year's resolutions? Well, I tried. Because um, <laughs> I'm just not good at the follow-through. So, like, Yeah, no one is. Well, I mean, this is bad. I, I was like, I was going to, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop swearing. And I fucked up by 1201. <laughs> yeah. So that was out. And, and I, I was like, you know, well, fuck drinking. But by 1202, um, that was already out. Well, yeah, I mean, you ring in the new year with a glass of champagne. So, yeah. Uh, the resolution. That's a January 2nd resolution right there, not New Year's. Uh-huh. If you're going to do that one. Yeah, wait till after the hangover. Nothing's worse than at the grocery store, like, the week between Christmas and New Year when they have the, like, fake sparkling juice uh-huh. out, like, all over the grocery store yeah. on the in caps and all that stuff. Yeah. And you just look at this, like, what sad, what sad, depressed person like, oh, no, I certainly cannot have any alcohol uh-huh. on New Year's Eve. I must purchase this sparkling cider. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, jump off a building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go kill yourself. I think I think both of us hate the sort of New Year, New Me oh, bullshit. Totally. And it's I'm not even on Facebook, and I still uh-huh. am seeing it all over Instagram. And again, it's just like, in mm-hmm. 2020, we're going to be rocking with men we love and <laughs> having and being valued and having positive body vibes. And it's like, these are the same losers that posted this shit last year, uh-huh. like at the same exact day. So just like memory popped up in your feed and you just like scratch over the 2019 <laughs> and put 2020 uh-huh. and just resubmit and ain't nothing changed. Like, I, I just, I hate that garbage. New Year, New Me is garbage. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I did make a couple of New Year's resolutions. I just want to run them by you. Okay. I think my first one is is I, I really would like to be a less generous lover. Oh, good luck with that. I think I'm too generous of a lover, Lance. <laughs> huh, uh, it's become a real problem. I, I wouldn't know. It's it's there's 
you know, it's too much time is in, and, and it, there's a lot of time being invested, uh-huh. and it's, it's a just, commitment. Yeah. Well, and 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 like you know, it, it's like being said, like, hey, you know, like, wow, like that's really above and beyond. You know, you don't need to go to all that, all those heights. You know. For, for that kind of pleasure. I don't need like a 10 to 1 orgasm ratio, man. So um, I, I think I, I need to be less generous so you, of a lover. And less like Sting and the tantric whole thing. Exactly. And, you know? That's exactly correct. Yeah. Exactly I mean, correct. My record was only three and a half hours and I, I just couldn't quite, I mean. You started getting cramps. You needed to get an IV. Well, you, you got to hydrate. The problem is hydration. And uh, I'm just not into that. <laughs> <Did not. laughs> Lance, out on hydration. Yeah, it's not my thing. Hot take. <laughs> Just not my bag. We're still, at one point, we're going to get into the hot take of Keen is better than Goldplay. Okay. It will happen. Um, next was, I need to spend more time on my phone. I didn't spend enough time on my phone in 2019. Uh-huh. Well. Five hours a day is not enough. Uh, I need more. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Well, uh, I mean, you, you probably, you know, cutting out Facebook really helped. Yeah, you would think. You would think the time would go down. It really didn't. Uh-huh. How's this? I was trying to avoid, uh, you know, Facebook and, and frivolous things. And the only thing I could do was find stupid games to play on my phone. That's that's what happened. Like, I'm into this stupid Texas Hold'em game uh-huh. that it, it just is, is it, that's just hammering my time. And it's really stupid. Uh-huh. It's really stupid. So, yeah, spend, spend more time on my phone. Okay. I think I need to say tough look for my guy more. I don't think I say it enough. <laughs> no, no. It, it really just... No, I, I, I miss it. Those are the three <laughs> resolutions I have for the year. New year, new me, Lance. Yeah, new year, new year. I was going to... Uh, I thought I'd you know maybe add kids to the practice, but first day back, I set one on fire. <laughs> That's... Yeah. <laughs> tough look for my guy. So that was out. Um, yeah, kids to the practice is tough. I, I, I had a kid today. Did you? 13 years old. Is that still a kid? I mean, well, <laughs> you tell me after <laughs> okay. I tell you what, about, what okay. happened. Uh, orthodontist wants me to extract C and H. The, the they're just holding up 6 and 11. Okay. And uh, no root really left, They're but they just haven't come out on their own. Okay. So 13-year-old boy. Right. 13. Okay. 13. All when right. I was 13. Uh-huh. I, you couldn't, I, I mean, I, I was so deep into puberty at 13 <laughs> that li- literally I could, if there was any chance that I would go to some place where there was a woman, mm-hmm. I was 100% in. You're a splash Just of high karate everywhere. And after yeah, save, exactly. And, yeah. So 13 year old comes in, needs tissue, you know, coronal remnants extracted on CNH. Freaks out when he sits in the chair, so we put him on nitrous. Freaks out on the nitrous and says, quote, I feel like I'm going to die. Finally get him, like, kind of calm down. We have this, like, super strong prescription topical. Rub that everywhere. Uh Gave him a little bit of articane. And then he freaked out because his lip felt funny. This kid's 13. Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude, there's, I, I've done this on three-year-olds without yeah. any problem, without it, without a freaking tear. Uh-huh. And those teeth have roots. Like, I don't, what, like, so I just stopped. I'm like, I, you're going to the oral surgeon to get fully IV sedated for two coronal remnants. Enjoy your $1,500 bill because I, 
I'm wow. not going to do it. I'm not going to have you fill my office with screams. Like it's just not going to happen. So like I, the adding kids to your practice, I don't, I don't know as if it's going to bring you all that much. Cause it's like sealants and coronal remnant extractions and like two surface fillings. Like it's not production that you probably want to be cranking around with. Yeah. That's just not my bag. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't mind doing it on good kids. On good kids, it's fine. Yeah, see, and I did that, a, that's the thing. They'll, they'll call. And they say, "Hey, do you take kids?" And and we'll yeah, say, I take "Good ones." Are, can they behave? And they're like, "Well, wait. What do you mean?" They're like, "Well, can they sit still and, and pay?" T-? Well, no. That's why we're looking for. I mean, okay, you were referred to a pedi- pediatric dentist, so that doesn't mean yeah. come find me. Right. Yeah. Why don't you find a freaking board certified pediatric uh-huh. dentist? Someone who actually wants to see your little brat. Yeah. <laughs> Someone that can make make it worthwhile by pumping enough drugs into them to make it to where it's not that big a deal. Exactly. And maybe some uh, balloon animals. Speaking of the balloon animals. <laughs> speaking of the <laughs> Smothers Brothers. Practice builder. Okay, yeah, yeah, speaking huge of. practice builders. So this past weekend, I went to Los Angeles uh-huh. um, to hang out for the weekend with uh, our good buddy, Mike Detola. Yeah. And we um, we worked on my VOD um, lecture. You have VOD? VOD? Program, which I do have VOD. It's it's a little <laughs> itchy. And there's a weird red, like, sort of petechiae mm. kind of looking rash. No. Yeah. Try the bomb. Uh, I will. I will <laughs> rub it all over. Uh, so we worked on the VOD, and I'm doing kind of, I'm doing some of the hair of old stuff and some new stuff. Um, and so we worked on kind of the new stuff and just incorporating it all together. And so um, what we do is we'd, we'd write during the day. Mm-hmm. And then at night, we, we we had tickets to literally right next door to the hotel we stayed at is the famous comedy store. Cool. Which is like the like mecca of stand-up comedy. Awesome. And so over two days, we saw um, Joe Rogan. Oh. Eliza Schlesinger. Whitney nice. Cummings. Cool. Neil Brennan. um. Bobby Lee. Jeez. Um, who else am I leaving out? Duncan Trussell. Uh, and probably my personal favorite, Anthony Jeselnik. Nice. Who's the king of the king of mean comedy. And I'll tell you the, the best Jeselnik joke that I heard uh-huh. in just a second. But the reason okay. I remember the Smothers Brothers is because while you're waiting to get in, uh-huh. they have all like the framed eight by tens of comedians who have done sets there all over the walls, like in the kind uh-huh. of waiting room before you get in. Yeah. And like, it's like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld, and right next to those is the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> which of these doesn't belong? Yeah. Like, the guy who revolutionized stand-up comedy, like the guys who revolutionized stand-up comedy uh-huh. in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s uh-huh. between Seinfeld, Rock, and Chappelle. And the two guys that can't stop playing with their fucking yo-yos for an hour. <laughs> like, like, that's what they're known for. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Jeselnik had a joke. And, and listen, people. Jeselnik's stuff is very mean. Okay? It's mean. He has a persona uh-huh. that... It's just a persona. He says mean jokes. Kind of like Gervais at the Golden Globes? Yeah, but like... <laughs> like at, uh, at a whole nother level. 10X? Yes, 10X. <laughs> so the joke I'm about to tell you, I'm telling you, is grossly offensive, okay. but it's in a comedy club, so okay. you kind of can't get too offended by it. That's right. But he, he sets up the joke, and he says, uh, my cousin insisted on showing me his new tattoo the other day. 
He told me it was the Japanese symbol for awesome. I said, Kirk, it's a swastika. It's the German symbol for awesome. And it just it just slayed me so hard. <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of his, his deal is uh-huh. he sets up something that you think is going one way and uh-huh. then zags like a the darkest way possible. Right. And it, I mean, it just, it just kills me every time because I try to kind of see where it's going uh-huh. and only about 10% of the time can I, can I see where it's going? And that was one where I, that was not where I pictured it going at all. Right. So right. if you, if you get a chance to see Anthony Jeselnik on uh, one of his Netflix yeah. specials, yeah. um, absolutely spectacular so spectacular but he's not he's not like a storytelling comedian he's not like dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. you know he's not like like neil brennan he's not like some of these guys who like tell like stories okay his is just set up punchline tag set up punchline tag set up punchline tag so at the end of the deal you just feel like you've been hammered like like a speed bag because he's just speed bag punching you over and over and over and over so Uh i like both i like both ways and sure both are equally awesome, and I am much more identified with the storyteller perspective. That's kind of much more what I do when I speak. So the idea of just watching somebody do something that I can't do is just amazing. And and, and to and he tried out some new stuff like that 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 joke about his cousin's tattoo was new. And so I bet he's got another tag to add on to that that hasn't hasn't been fully fleshed out yet. But to watch that process on these guys do new material. Eliza Schlesinger did this like seven minute rant of just stream of consciousness that was so perfect that it sounded like she just hatched it out of her head. But I can tell by watching her stage movements and the way that she hit different words that it's very well rehearsed. Mm-hmm. And it was just incredibly awe inspiring to watch her do that. She crushed when I saw her. Whitney Cummings crushed. I mean, these people were absolutely spectacular. I mean, it was literally like going to the gym to watch Michael Jordan yeah. work on work on his three-pointer. I would imagine, you know, it was yeah. just absolutely spectacular. So if you're ever in LA okay. and you ever get a chance to go to the original comedy store, it's on Sunset Boulevard. Nice. I'm freaking go. Boom. I'm there. Unbelievable. You know who Jeff Garland is? Yeah. Jeff Garland came out. Both nights we were there. Uh-huh. Said, I don't have an act and just did crowd work for 20 minutes. Oh, nice. And I mean, it's hit or miss because crowd work's kind of hit or miss, but the balls should just get up on stage with nothing uh-huh. and just be like, well, I hope there's some assholes in the crowd, you know, that that, that will be funny. Uh-huh. And, and the second day we were there, there was this guy sitting in the front row that had a um, a sling on his arm and he's like front row center. And so every uh-huh. single person out asked him what happened. And he was a 50 year old guy that broke his arm skateboarding. <laughs> so it's just like. It was like the lowest of low hanging fruit, right? Yeah. And they just all they just all went nuts on this guy, and it was it was fun to watch as the night went on. Oh wow! Because uh, I also think they talk backstage, like, "Hey, guy in the front row, fifty year old guy broke his arm skateboarding." For sure. So they, the the later on people had skateboarding jokes as they walked out on stage. Uh huh. So good. Nice. So freaking good. Nice. Lance, this is an advice show. It's a shitty one. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Nah, not this year. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best New Year's resolution? 
Because we all know that New Year, New Me <laughs> is the best resolution ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. What do you think Gordon Christensen's New Year's resolution is? Oh, God, that's a good question. Um, I bet it's to be a less generous lover. I, I bet it is. I bet you guys that share that. Uh, you should make t-shirts. <laughs> Gordon and Josh, <laughs> less generous lovers, 2020. <laughs> question one. Reddit user Blue River 101 asks, Isn't this very irresponsible of Invisalign? As I come to find out the hard way, Invisalign trays can have allergic reaction and it must be abandoned. Yes, you can then try the hypoallergenic one, but that's not a sure deal either. It's made same material. The bottom line is that it's a known issue that they can have weird reactions. Then why don't they do or offer allergic reaction test? It can be as simple as wearing a zero tray before they make any changes to your teeth, like filing them. If there was a reaction, safely abandon them before your teeth are moved or filed. Otherwise, continue treatment. Fair enough. It seems like they don't even train dentists enough or tell them about these reactions, who then freely prescribe them in minor cases like mine as a silver bullet to fix everything. They apparently do this to push for more sales and no worry at all. If a patient had allergic reaction, who is 10 left in terrible situation I am, how could they get away with this? How come there are no consequences for them? (coughs) Lance, how come there are no consequences for Invisalign? Have I told you how much I hate people this year? (laughs) Not this year. That's that's time. We should number them. Yeah. (laughs) Number one. Oh, God. Did you know that people could be allergic to the Invisalign trays? Uh, actually, I didn't, but I assumed people can be allergic to just about everything. Yeah, so people can be allergic to freaking anything. Yeah, so not specifically, but yeah, it was a it was an assumed possibility, however rare. I've never experienced it, have you? No, uh-uh. I've never experienced anybody with an acrylic allergy. I have. Um, you have? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, and so... Uh, you tried was to... it a complete patient? Was it an RPD patient? What was their... No, actually, we were doing uh, oral appliance sleep apnea. And uh, so we ended up switching out to the Narval because it was, you know, a printed nylon instead of acrylic and seemed fine. But, you know, just kind of an inconvenience and pain in the ass to, to switch. They they got all red mucosal tissues and their lips were puffy. And I thought they were, she was full of shit, but she's a long-term patient that's been great for the many years. So you're like, oh, well, I guess it's real. So you switched to Narval, which is Kevlar-ish. Yeah. Kevlar-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming to ABC this uh-huh. year. Yeah. The new, the new uh, sitcom Kevlar-ish. Yeah, it's the one of the, right after Blackish and then Mixed-ish. It's the Kevlar. Mixed-ish. <laughs> Just bull- a bunch of bulletproof vests. Uh-huh. <laughs> bitching and moaning because uh-huh. the cops that wore them are sweaty assholes. It's teaching us a little some social uh, issue, um, education awareness things. Yeah. yeah, it's like complaining about how the cops that wear them only beat black kids yeah. and like, hey, can yeah. for one time, can we beat a white kid? Exactly. You know, with all the cop killers. <laughs> you think one of those Kevlar-ish vests, that's why they, they say Kevlar-ish, uh-huh. <laughs> is because it's like, uh, hey, these guys are assholes. We're going to let a bullet in every once yeah. in a while. 
We're Kevlar-ish. Or it's r- kind of a Russian roulette. You know, everybody's yeah. suiting up. But one of them isn't really a Kevlar vest. Oh, so, I like that. So it's which one in the SWAT String team? cheese. There's just <laughs> string cheese on the inside of it. we got to figure out which one is which. Yeah. Um, so this person, what they really want uh-huh. is they want you to go through all the steps of Invisalign. So you get all your records, uh-huh. get your photos, get your scan or your impression, whatever you're doing. Japan, oh, submit all that shit through the Invisalign website or the Invisalign app and get a ClinCheck. So work through the ClinCheck process, which for me is, even on the minor cases I do, it's usually two or three edits right? that I'm having to tell them like, no, do this, add buttons here, do this, do that, whatever. They want you to, once you agree on that, to send you a zero tray that the patient wears, I guess, to make sure they're not allergic to it. And then if that's okay... Then you get the, I guess the liner, te- the button attachment template, and then you do IPR. Because it sounds like that's what they're most concerned about. Is that they got IPR? They paid for Invisalign. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what they mean by filing teeth. That was not what I assumed too. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they got everything. They got. They had IPR, and now they can't finish. So it's just going to brackets. Like yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, but I, there's an alternative that won't do right. this. Your goal is straight teeth, right? Here's your solution. Right. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, I'm sure the dentistry funded them. I mean, Invisalign actually does have... like, I, So I had to call Invisalign the other day because I had a patient who had a hernia surgery. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they were doing the hernia surgery, they, like, nicked a nerve in the leg. Ooh. And so, like, the dude's leg kind of doesn't work so good right now oh. and hasn't for, like, eight weeks. And so, he was in the hospital for some time. He walks in circles he now. He didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's peeing everywhere. <laughs> <clears throat> Little R. Kelly. He did. He, yes. He didn't have his retainer, so he's in the hospital. And so, he had some relapse. And his case had just expired on him. It was, like, five years and two months. And so, I called him. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. We'll open it up. You've got 60 days to resubmit. Like, and every time I've called them and asked them for something like that, uh-huh. they've always said yes. So, I guarantee that if, uh-huh. if this dentist calls Invisalign, they're going to get their money back. And therefore, if I get my lab fee back, I have no problem refunding your part if you don't finish. You know, yeah. If it's something like this, if you're just a lazy ass and you yeah. started and got to tray 11 out of 30 and stopped, like that's your own deal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you're getting your money back. So then just go get, just go to North and get brackets and wires. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never had. It. I've uh, customer service with the Invisalign has always been great. So I, I'm making the same assumption that uh, there will definitely be a fair resolution. What this person, it sounds like they want those. They want that to be the blueprint. They want that to be the standard. What everybody gets, gets. That's the standard of care. Everybody gets a Clifford test. I don't think so. I, What's a Clifford test? I, I don't oh, know that. Oh, I think is that a deep pull? No, no. It just I think it's one of those things where a lot of those holistic dentists though. Before we do this, we got to make sure we you're not allergic to anything. And then they they I don't know if they do a DNA sample or what, but then it it always comes back positive for something. Is what I've been told. So that's a bunch of garbage. Yep. It, don't fuck with my meridians. I mean, that would be like, There's, hey, listen, that's your pull, bro. That's exactly right. <laughs> Hey, bro, you need a gold crown on a Bray team. Uh-huh. So what I'm going to do is before you come in for six weeks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bond a little like bracket of gold to number 18 uh-huh. or number 19 to see if you get a reaction. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Because of something that like 0.01% of the population has. Right. 
That's that's dumb. Exactly. It kind of reminds me of like the chair. Do you remember the the dental chair weight question? Oh, and it was yeah. It was way back. It was on the Tara Harden episode. Yeah, uh-huh. And the person was like, "Why don't all the chairs support up to like nine hundred pounds or whatever?" It's uh-huh. like because what percentage of the freaking population needs that? Like, uh-huh. shoot for the freaking middle. Like, let's stop shooting for the extremes. It just seems like that's what we're that's what we're doing now. Yeah, I think you're right. When you look at Blue River One Hundred One's Reddit history, okay. Uh, Nothing but subordinate a bitch. dentistry. Uh, well, yeah, just w- just you wait. Okay. Subordinate <laughs> dentistry. Worried about teeth not getting straight. Subordinate dentistry. Recover recovery from Im- abandoning Invisalign. Subordinate dentistry. Removing Invisalign hooks help teeth move to original position. Subordinate dentistry. Isn't this very controversial? What my dentist told me. Subreddit of Invisalign. There's a freaking Invisalign subreddit. Oh wow. Are there any between Invisalign alternatives? Subreddit of dentistry, path of recovery from abandoning Invisalign. Subreddit of dentistry, I feel my dentist mistreated me, ruined my teeth. Oh my God. Subreddit of medical, very unusual response to Invisalign, please help. Subreddit of Invisalign, my plan to conquer the fears of Invisalign. Subreddit of Invisalign, did anyone have a positive impact on speech due to braces? Subreddit of dentistry, dropping Invisalign, second ortho option. Subreddit of dentistry, do you brush twice a day or once? Subreddit of Invisalign, does the front teeth has good grab power after Invisalign? Subreddit of orthodontics, does teeth likely to stay more permanently if they are moved less? Subreddit of dentistry, trust dentist or ortho on bite alignment issues. Subreddit of dentistry, do I have misaligned bite? If so, what's the name of this bite? What's wrong with it? Subreddit of Invisalign. How difficult is the commitment with retainers? Subreddit of orthodontics after abandoning Invisalign. Subreddit of Invisalign after uh, I found this interesting article, how Invisalign can help fix your face with aging. Has anyone seen noticeable difference with looking good in age? Subreddit of Invisalign. Has anyone stopped wearing retainers and still Jesus. doing okay? It sounds like subreddit of dentistry. Rain Man wanted to see Wapner. Just there was no- I, Jesus. I am not joking when I'm saying there are 40 more. Oh God. Wow, that's um, and this is the person that wants to dictate. Uh huh. Standard of so yeah, yeah. all of those posts, all of those posts, uh-huh. karma of thirty-seven. Now, I have. Let's see how many posts. Fifteen posts total. The vast majority of them in Texas Rangers <laughs> subreddit. <laughs> okay. And some in watches. Karma, 2,500. So just hammering wow. the dental subreddits with your Invisalign questions does not seem to be the way no. to get a, a great karma score. That so does seem uh, counterintuitive. I really wish that there was some sort of way that we could figure out who this person is so that we could flag them. <laughs> yeah. So like if this person walks into my office, yeah, I do not want to know. I do not want to treat this person. Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, when you, when you find people like this, you're already too far in to really back out. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, the vast majority of the time, my, my, um, 
What's the what's the version? You know what? Like when someone says they're gaydar, you know what yeah. they mean by that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's like the version, the gaydar for a shitty patient? Oh, we, we need to at some point we need to think we need to workshop that. Yeah. What that should be called? Um, you know, a, a PTAR, something like that. Yeah. P i t a r, uh-huh. like your radar for PETA patients. Yeah. Your PTAR. I'd say ninety percent of my of the time my PTAR is pretty on. Yeah. Yeah. This time, or, or you know, I mean, you just never know. But I, I, I hope I would get this person before. Yeah, that, that's a, it's, it's a tough look. That is a very tough look. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> hey, Lance. Yeah. You ever have any empty chair time in your office? Far too much. We all do, right? Yeah. I mean, patients cancel. They don't give us enough time to fill the appointments. And we're left scrambling to try to find someone to fill that appointment. And a lot of times you can't. Mm-hmm. And what I have found in my practice is one tool that helps us fill those schedules, like especially those short-term openings uh-huh. on the hygiene side for new patients, is Schedule Widget. Schedule Widget is a little plug-in that goes on your website, and it allows new patients to schedule right from your website. So anytime we have a cancellation for a new patient appointment that week, we throw it up on Schedule Widget. And what we found is about... A third to half the time those appointments get filled. Nice. It's not 100%, but it's better than nothing. And so we have had really great success with Schedule Widget. We've booked 87 patients with Schedule Widget in 2019. Holy crap. That's 87 new patients that found my practice after hours, um, on weekends, or people that just didn't want to pick up the phone to call us. We give them the option to book their new patient appointments online. And it's been great for our practice. The good news is, Lance, yeah. is that it's free for dentists. Holy crap. That's my favorite to, price. That's the best that's that's the best price. There's not a better one. And let, well, yeah. and maybe maybe schedule widget paying you that was where I was going. Yep. To put patients in there. Um, but that's then becomes a, a bad business model, but yeah. Yeah, that doesn't work <laughs> so well. Schedulewidget.com, free for dentists. Uh, and get this. Are you, have you ever heard of the dental insurance called Emeritus? Uh-huh. If you go to the Emeritus Dental Insurance, find a provider webpage. Okay. Dentists who are signed up for Schedule Widget, patients can actually book their appointments directly on the Emeritus Find a Provider page. Wow. Really cool. So that you're going to start seeing that in a lot more places. Uh, Stella Life uh, Healing Products has that, and you're going to start seeing that in a lot more places. Okay, um, some implant companies coming on board, some other dental insurance companies. So this is going to make it really easy for prospective new patients to book their new patient appointments for you. Stand out from the dentist that's across the street. ScheduleWidget.com promo code Josh. Get going today. Question two: Massive Meltdown asks. <laughs> Question for dentists about post-mortem work. Do dentists do work on corpses after death? Or can the funeral people just mask the mouth so it doesn't appear to be missing any teeth, if any? Thanks. <laughs> wow. Lance, you ever roll on over to the... Uh, the morgue? The morgue. Yeah, the, uh, on Friday? What, what's another... <laughs> the funeral home. Oh. The mortuary. Oh, Okay. I don't think they call them a morgue anymore. Well, uh, um, I think they they still have a morgue, but the morgue is more like in the hospital at the 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 place you go before the funeral home. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Where? 
Yeah, I guess that is a medical examiner. Yeah. Guess it depends on how you die. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some friends that work in funeral homes. And are they like on the embalming side, that kind of deal? I, what I do think, they do? They I think like they're a part prep? of a lot of it. They, I, I, it sounds like their career is a little like all-encompassing. They're part of all of it, and including they do helping to uh, run the, the, the actual funeral. Like they'll, they'll greet people at the door and stack chairs. Yeah, so it's, it's a, my, my limited knowledge of funeral homes come from two television shows, okay. Six Feet Under uh-huh. and uh, The Haunting of Hill House. That's it. So everything I know is from one of those two shows. Okay. So I would imagine that it's total bullshit and that there's probably, you know, w- way different stuff to it. Probably. I, I, but I don't know. Probably. Have you ever heard the urban... And this is by far an urban legend, I think. Okay. Reach out to us if this is not an urban legend, if you've ever done this. Okay. Have you ever heard the urban legend about, like, dental student needs a denture credit and is, like, working on a denture on a patient and the patient dies... So, like, the dental student and the pros faculty, like, go to the funeral home and deliver the denture, and the student, like, still gets credit for it. I've never heard that. You know? Okay, so that story's been floating around my dental school for years. Uh, I was like, tempted, though. I, I was doing an all-on-four on a patient, and she died right before delivery, and I was thinking, shit. Those suckers are integrated then, dude. Just go and engage those. Right, They're ready to I was going to gonna go to, the, like, the funeral home to, like, swap out the temporary to put the final in. Hell yeah, bro. So I can, you know, keep the... Because she prepaid. I don't want to refund anything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Give her what she deserves. She can take it to the afterlife. Uh-huh. Was she getting cremated? Because I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, acrylic would, would burn. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if zirconia would burn. I guess it... I guess, uh-huh. I mean, it centers. Yeah, I don't know. It reminds me of... Uh, do you remember in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade? I do. You remember when the guy uh, drinks out of the wrong chalice? Uh-huh. <laughs> and he just like ages and like he's just left to dust uh-huh. and like the dust blows. There's just like the Nazi. There's the, <laughs> uh-huh. to quote Anthony Jeselnik, the German symbol for awesome, uh-huh. uh, left. It, you know, like, so if that happened to your patient. When he chose and they had their, poorly. There's, yes, he chose poorly. If they had their zirconia hybrid in, would it just be the zirconia hybrid and just like the dust blowing <laughs> over the zirconia hybrid? I feel like it would be. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so that's an urban legend that floated around our dental school forever, but huh. no one could attribute it to any particular student uh-huh. or faculty member, and they apparently they still got their credit and they graduated. Huh. <laughs> that's a weird delivery appointment. It is. That would be uh, awkward. I. This sounds dumb, and I've not, I mean, you know, I've been to a few funerals in my life. Just by you being a little bit older than me, you've probably been to more. Maybe. Have you have you ever seen like an open casket funeral where the corpse is smiling? Yeah. Yeah. My, what? My grandpa had kind of a smile. It wasn't like a big old toothy grin. Not like teeth smiling, no, right? No, it, it, okay. it was it was a smirk. Their mouths are always closed. Yeah, yeah. It was mouth was closed, had a kind of a smirk. Uh if they were smiling like that with a big smile, if, it'd be weird, yeah, right? Uh-huh. So what the hell are we supposed to do at a, at a funeral? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a friend of mine who I went to high school with, who's a patient of mine, uh-huh. um, her name is Emily, and Emily's grandmother was a patient or was a patient of mine, and she she died on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, and so Emily said, like after she died at the hospital. 
they were coming to like, you know, whatever, take her wherever they do. Uh-huh. I guess take her down to the morgue. In the morgue, yeah. And Emily had to put her dentures in so that she like had them when she went down to the morgue so that when she made it over to the funeral home or whatever, she had them. And so she was telling huh. me like that was a traumatic experience for her. She almost called me to go and do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, come on, like really make me drive all the way down to the hospital. I, I would have done it. In full rigor. Damn. So you're sitting there with both hands trying to yeah. pry those jaws apart. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I would, I mean, I'm not, I don't have like a weird fear of dead bodies or anything, okay. but I also don't particularly want to hang out. Well, it's not a fun Friday night. That's for sure. No, no. And I feel like, I mean, you said you had some friends that are funeral directors, uh-huh. but I mean, are they weird friends or are they like <laughs> totally normal, well-adjusted friends? Uh, one's totally normal, well-adjusted and cool. Uh, the other, love her to death, totally, she was into goth and stuff in the high school, so she's got a certain weird streak to her. So, on brand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's not a place I'd want to hang. No. So someone call like I don't even if you had like a relationship with a funeral home and they said hey got one broken front tooth can you come fix it in the funeral like yeah, no it's, I, it uh, is, uh-uh. yeah not happening the, I kind of feel the same way about funeral or uh, Jesus <laughs> about nursing homes yeah um you know like there's always there's always a, a business in every big city that some practice is like a mobile practice yeah. For nursing homes, and um, man, that's not what I want to do. No, God, God bless people who do that. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I see the need, and, and you know, I feel yeah, bad. But it's but, man, uh. I also see the need for like you know a lot of different services, laxatives, and it does like I don't want <laughs> I, you know I see the need for colorectal surgeons, and I, this doesn't necessarily mean that I want to be involved uh-huh. in that. Um. Yeah. So, uh, no funeral homework for either of us. No. No. Thank God. Reddit user Mother of Dragons five twenty five <laughs> asks, "Can gum scar? I had a popcorn husky <laughs> removed from under my gum in August. There's still a scar there. Will my gum ever heal, or is it normal to see a little red mark there?" It looks like an earring home that's covered up. Thanks. God, I hate when I text Can, using my thumbs on my phone. <laughs> They're using T9, uh, <laughs> if you remember old school flip phone texting. Yeah. That was that was the deal. Yeah. Lance, can gum scar? Yeah. Can they scar from a popcorn husky? I have not. <laughs> uh, that- I'm going to put a maybe on that one. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, is that the mascot for the University of Washington, the uh, popcorn husky? Uh-huh, King Redo, yep. Uh, um, I could see how a husky could leave a scar on your gums. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're trying uh, to French shouts, that bitch. It, it's gonna, was mm-hmm. it shouts to our guy Michael Keller? Was it Mike Keller? For, One of our what? friends' a daughter got bit by a dog. Oh, shit, yeah. I think it was Michael Keller. I think you're right. Shouts to Mike Keller. Uh, that husky left a scar. Yeah. Uh, not funny. No. Um, can a popcorn husky leave a scar, though? I, have you ever had popcorn so good it cuts your mouth? Uh, I guess I never have. I guess I never have. I guess not. 
but I could I could see getting like a, a husk in the in a sulcus, maybe lacerate the the sulcus. You know. Yeah, but I can't imagine it scarring. No. Something. Yeah, because usually so what could scars, scar? It's, it's like at the mucogingival area. Yeah, or it's like when somebody did a semilunar yeah. uh, incision for like an apico exactly. or something like that. Yeah. That'll scar. Mm-hmm. I've decided I want to get a Harry Potter scar in my gums. Ooh. I'm going to go to a periodontist pussy, and see if they can pussy, do that for me. Pussy, okay. Pussy, Just that lightning bolt. Yeah, bad boy. That would be awesome. Right up, mm-hmm. right up between eight and nine. And then so that way, cool. every dentist who ever sees me from here on out will say, oh, he's the chosen one. That would be he's, so cool. He's the, uh, he's the boy who lived. Uh-huh. Through dental school, I, I don't know. I don't know what what else yeah. I could have lived through. Um, I've always thought that, and hear me out here, Lance. Okay, listening. You go to you go to the movies. You go see Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. You get a, a bucket of popcorn. Yeah. You're an hour and forty five minutes through nonsense, trying to figure out what the hell planet you're on. Uh-huh. Who are all these Sith people that all of a sudden were gone for? 40 years are now all of a sudden uh-huh. back and all they have ships uh-huh. and th- there's just a bunch of weird shit going on that's kind of unexplainable and sort of doesn't fit with the story uh-huh. and you've got a freaking uh, popcorn husky <laughs> caught like uh-huh. on the lingual at number 30 why do they not tape a toothpick to the bottom of mm, yeah. the movie theater popcorn thing because you're stuck in there for two hours yeah and what are you doing the whole time? You're playing with your tongue and your fingernail trying to get that out the whole freaking time. Yeah. And so you miss like, oh, what is this Sith Wayfinder MacGuffin uh, that is, seems weird? Yeah. And I, I can't explain it. Oh, I missed all of that talk about it because I was trying to dig out the husky. That'll do it. So I think that should be kind of part of the bucket. Tape a toothpick to the bottom of it. I'm going to need it. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's, uh, that should be a kind of a standard thing. I feel like that should be. So then you end up using your straw from your drink and like you chew it flat. And you try to get the corner up to get that husky out and it just never works. I want, I want a toothpick. Yeah. There's no substitute. There was a, no. There, and there was a, uh, there's like a uh, Fiesta like street fair event here in San Antonio uh, called Taste of Northside. And they always have like their roasted corn, yeah. you know, roasted cob of corn or whatever. Yeah. And when you get that, they hand you like one of those floss picks. It's beautiful, like yeah. great, because you know I'm, you know I'm gonna need it. Hell yeah! And like, where the hell else am I gonna get this out here? All these booths of sausage on a stick and shit. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thinking ahead, movie theaters need to do that because the popcorn husky. That being said, I've never freaking seen a piece of popcorn leave a scar. No, I have not. I think it's oral melanoma. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's not a tumor. That's one thing. It's not a tumor. Well, let's look at massive meltdown. Ugh. <laughs> Cashing checks after death. Jeez. Well, I have a weird question. If I write a predated check to a designated person, can my estate executor of my will give it to them to cash after I am dead? Say I prepaid funeral expenses and write out a check for full or partial payment for prepaid services. Can my estate simply hand over the check? And have that paid for without having access to paperwork, time delays, etc., to my estate account. Or should I pay it in full right away to eliminate the hassle? I'm thinking the longer it stays in my account, the better. Thanks. 
Basically, how do I liquefy a certain amount specifically for funeral expenses? So whoever is unlucky enough to have to deal with it won't have to dish out a cent, assuming this is how I want it all to be done. Whether it is a good idea or not is another debate. Bro, what do you care? Yeah, you're dead. You're going to be dead. You don't give a shit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's not my fucking problem at that point. Uh-huh. I don't give a shit. Fucking throw me out with the garbage. I don't care. Uh-huh. You don't have you don't have to spend ten thousand dollars on a headstone, and I don't need any of that. I don't cremate me, spread my ashes out at the adult video megaplex. I don't give a shit. I'm dead. Who gives a shit? Uh-huh. Certainly, don't go do any dentistry on me at the funeral home. <laughs> yeah, that's really the only other Reddit question that they had. What about teeth whitening? Can you bleach? Whoa, dead, holy dead teeth? shit! Leaving, okay, this is wild. Okay. We're running up on time, but I we cannot leave this. Okay. They have three questions. The one about post-mortem work. Uh-huh. Cashing checks after death. This is in their own subreddit. They made their own subreddit. Leaving a legacy of words on Reddit is my way of writing goodbye notes because I have no one to say goodbye to. Holy shit. Wow. That's a Oh my god. That's a Black Keys song. Lonely Boy. Sorry. Wow. I'm not going to read this whole thing, <laughs> okay. but this thing starts with these words. Widowed, exhausted, torn, broken, socially isolated, wanting desperately for my therapist and psychiatrist to give a shit enough to help me feel life can get better, but getting or feeling the opposite in return. That is the toughest thing I've read this year, Lance, and I don't want to read any more of that. Yeah. Time to move on. There is a weird theme line running through this dude's Reddit history. Um, and now that I see the username is Massive Meltdown. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a tough look for us, Lance. I maybe should have done a, a <laughs> little more digging on this before. <laughs> maybe. Because that's a real downer, bro. It sure is. There's nothing I hate more than like any time the topic of and I, I don't I don't know, nothing it's nothing that I like roll my eyes at more uh-huh. is that anytime I see anything on Reddit that mentions the word suicide at all. Uh-huh. Some asshole has to come and be like, the suicide prevention hotline number is 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Like, right, I get it. Like, I'm sure, like, do you have to be that wet block? I mean, it just is such like a kind of goody two-shoes thing thing to like drop in and say. Like, oh, oh, you dropping that into this weird thread uh, on some crazy indie emo bands uh, subreddit is like, that's the thing that's going to make somebody go get help. Like, no, like your, your post about the suicide hotline is not going to make somebody go get help. Anyway, yeah. off my soapbox. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm sorry. Massive meltdown. Yeah. Um, hang in there, bro. Don't, no, no, no. Uh, the we, wrong poor choice. Don't hang, hang it. Oh yeah. No. no um, cool it out, bro. Uh-huh. I don't know what else yeah. to say. What, what is better? <laughs> Oh God, I don't know. Chill um, is how I'm kind of like think make think of the morgue. Uh, don't just, don't Epstein yourself, bro. <laughs> right. R- real quick, uh, 
What do you think? Did Epstein hang himself right now? Fuck no. You don't, I'm like 50 50. Yeah, it's no. And I'm going to preemptively um, say this Ricky Gervais did not kill himself either. Yes. <laughs> if he turns up dead, that's a real problem. Um, I watched the 60 minutes on it. Uh huh. And, um, it, uh, See, I didn't watch that. I listened man, to the podcast where like six episodes on on Wondery on the mysterious Mr. Epstein. It didn't really go into the death part. It was more of just who the fuck. Okay, the guy well, was. then I need to listen to that. Um, man, I don't know, man. <sighs> yeah, I really just don't know. Um, there's stuff either way. Yeah, uh, there, yeah. there's like there's there's sides of it either way. It's in, man, the government just sucks. Uh huh. Because like. You think? All you got to do is just keep this bastard alive, and you can't do it. And it just seems like any time yeah. one of these things happens, one job. There's a, there's all this other weird stuff that kind of happens on the periphery. Like JFK, you can like deep dive on all this crazy shit that happened. Uh-huh. RFK, same thing. And like this, there's like these little weird things here and there. Uh-huh. And it's just like I don't know if those weird coincidences, weird coincidences, just exist everywhere, and we don't see them because we don't dive in and spend millions of man hours dissecting every little detail of every event that happens. Uh-huh. And maybe those just like weird coincidences and inconsistencies and things like that are just everywhere. And we just don't ever notice them until something like this happens. I don't know. Yeah. But like I, I the, the 60 minutes thing had Dr. Michael Bodden, who is like, I don't know, I guess he's a famous forensic pathologist. Okay. I don't know if he's like John Coyce, famous forensic pathologist or Josh Brower, famous forensic pathologist. I don't know <laughs> if he's good or bad. I just don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and so like he's talking about how the highway bone had three breaks in it and he's never seen a, a hanging that had that. But I don't know, man, like weird shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm hoping that Massive Meltdown doesn't do that. We agree on that, right? I think we would. Yeah, we agree. Don't Epstein yourself, bro. Um, I, I'm going to say, do you have a song? I do. Is it your turn? Is it my, I, my turn? I can't remember. I, I think it's your turn. I got a song. Okay, good. Um, let me hit the end, and then you can, uh, you can, you can hit me with your song. All right. Um, hey, dudes, share this with your friends. You got friends who think Epstein killed himself? Share this with them. You got friends that don't think Epstein killed himself? Share this with them. Obviously, the very last thing we talked about at the end of the show is what the whole show's about because that's what's in my memory at the moment. But uh, share this with your friends. I'm sure you have a demented friend you could pass this on to. Rate and review. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. Huge, huge fan of five. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshits. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance and Funny Shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter at Winterferences. Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DRTimmermanDMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. I don't. It's just a song I, I like. It's uh, Weezer. has a new album that's uh, going to be released soon. But the one song in the pre-release is The End of the Game. And so it's just kind of a fun little ditty to start the year with. Now, just out of like Devil's Advocate here, Weezer isn't like this isn't their last album or anything like that, right? Yeah, you never know. 
But it, that makes me sad. It, to the think the about. name of the album is called Van Weezer, and it like looks like okay. it, the song sounds very Van Halen like. Oh yeah, is that sort of the deal? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm cool with that. So I just when you know the end of the game makes me think like, oh my, this is like they're breaking up or whatever. Uh, but, I get you. Yeah, no, I, no none of that. Uh, it says here the AV Club writer Gwyn Inhat wrote. For those who prefer their Weezer less mellow, more rocking, it's the band's best song in years. If the rest of Van Weezer sounds just as joyously rocking as this keg, keg stand soundtrack, it could make Pinkerton an even more distant memory. <laughs> this is the kind of music the sign of the devil was made for. So enjoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I like that sentence, Lance. Uh-huh. I like that sentence. Awesome. So enjoy the end of the game by Weezer. Welcome to 2020. And uh, seeing as how it is still January 7th for another 90 minutes, uh-huh. Happy New Year. Now never <laughs> say that shit again for the rest of the year. For Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>